discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. up your right hand towards heaven. Father, we are grateful. Thank you for this opportunity to hear your word. Thank you that even as your word comes, we are refreshed by your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you for changes that are in line with your word. Thank you for transformations in our hearts and in our minds. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you glad to be in church? Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. So we've been sharing on, uh, what, what have we been sharing on? Characteristics of a child, isn't it? Yeah. And we've done one, two, three, four. Yeah. What was number one? Disorganization. A child is what? Disorganized. No form of organization at all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What was the number two thing? A child lacks concentration. He can't concentrate on one thing. He can't concentrate on. He can't concentrate to read, to read a book. Concentrate to build a business. Concentrate to even sit in church. Yeah, he can't concentrate on his studies in school if he's a student. He can't concentrate on his marriage to make it work. Yeah, he can't concentrate on his children for everything to be fine with them. You know, I've been I've been saying that if your children go to hell, you are responsible for them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So you must make sure your children don't go to hell. As long as they are under your roof, whether they are cats or dogs or mice, snakes, everything, so long as they are in your compound, all of them are born again. They must all be born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. So, number three was what? A child lacks understanding of serious and complex issues that bring eminent danger. Hallelujah. And then what was number four? They like having fun and celebrating and possessing toys. Agama, Agama, spinning wheel. Yeah, yeah, there's a problem. There's a problem if you are like that. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's clear that you're a child. You won't concentrate to build something for yourself, you rather prefer buying phones. Goosey watches and all that. <laughs> Goosey watches and, and all kinds of things. Instead of, you know, children like celebrations. When the, when the message becomes serious, they don't like it. <laughs> you know, there are some messages that are very serious. As you are preaching, you can sense the anointing of the Spirit all over the place. The place has to be quiet. You see that their lack of concentration just shows up, then you start moving. Why are they serious in the church like that? But when we are dancing and shouting and hey, 
you see them when this when after that hot dance hot whatever and they sit down they start sleeping they start as soon as they, as soon as their bottom set gets to the seat now they just start sleeping hallelujah they love celebration you see i want a car i want a car Okay, you get a car. But he has forgotten that a car comes with fuel, buying fuel, maintenance. Between yesterday and today, I think I've bought fuel like 200 Ghana isn't it? Even more, since the beginning of the week. I've bought fuel, sir. I'm just buying fuel. Sometimes I look at my account and I check the fuel that I've bought. You realize that I've bought a lot of fuel? Yeah. He has forgotten that he has to buy fuel. He has forgotten that he has to do maintenance. He has to buy insurance. One of my cars is ex- the insurance is expiring next month, and you have to do comprehensive so that when the car bashes, just in case, they can buy you a new one. Yeah, and comprehensive. We are talking about five thousand, six thousand, something thousand. So a child just sees the aspect of I'm going to be driving a nice car. It's going to be, I'm going to be bashing in the car. The car is going to be doing bush, check, bush, check, bush, check, bush. And then he has spinning rims and then sunroof. Then as he's driving, you come out of the sunroof like that. Bush, check, bush, bush, check. Uh, he has forgotten that fuel, fuel is going. He has forgotten that the car can kill him. You know, a lot of things. Hallelujah. Just celebration, having fun. Having fun. Frugality is a, a no word in his dictionary. I'm talking about frugality. Do you, know, do you know frugality? Yeah. yeah, frugality is saving on everything possible. Yeah. That is how you become rich. Don't compare yourself to Nigerians. In Nigeria, things are very cheap. It's not easy getting money in Nigeria, but things are very, very cheap in Nigeria. So cheap. What is the price of a bottle of water? The Voltic that we sell, we sell here. I was, the 500 ml is like 50 pesos or 70 pesos. Did you hear that? Bottled water. 500 ml. ml. It's like 50 pesos in our country. Coke is like 80 pesos. Bottle of... five. That's 500 ml. Pepsi. 80 pesos. Do you know 80 pesos? Yeah, we saw a two-bedroom house that was going for 25,000 Ghana cities, about 1.2 million naira. Not renting, for sale. Yes, for sale, not for rent. But in Ghana, your rent can get to 25,000. Two-bedroom house can get to 25,000. Very, very easy. So things are very, very... So if you see Nigerians doing some things, like it's like they are living lavishly, they are spraying money. So you two... In our country, it's not like this. It's a sign that you don't understand the complexity, the complex issues governing our country. You see, in 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 in, in Nigeria, a car, uh, a Toyota Camry, can be is one of the commonest cars there. Car, you can they can buy it for about thirty thousand Ghana cities. That's sale, not rent. Sale of car. 30,000 at most, 35,000. But here you can't buy, like, you have to buy 85,000, 90,000, 100,000. That's even used. If you want to buy a fresh Camry in this country, you are talking about 150,000 and 60,000 Ghana cities. Yes. Yes. It's not a small thing. Yeah. Because our ports are different. 
we are, we are the ones who import the thing. It gets to our own port. Nobody sold the port to us. We, it's our port. It's our own port. But if you go, the things will slam on you. You'll be surprised. Yeah. The price to clear your car is the same as the price of a car. Yeah. It's a price. Even more. Even more. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, frugality, without frugality, you can't do some things in the country you are in. So you have to be very smart. Okay? It's easier for someone to build somewhere else, but it may not be easy where you are. So you have to learn to save on the most little thing you can think about. Learn to bargain. Sometimes when you are bargaining, it's like you are not, you are not a rich person. How come I'm declaring I'm rich, I'm rich, and I'm not bargaining? There's chocomilo in your It's a sign that there's chocomilo in your head. <laughs> Hallelujah. You have to bargain. Bring it to the barest minimum. Barest minimum. You must learn to see if you don't sell the thing. I'm going to another person. Yeah. Even in a restaurant. Yeah, you know, you can bargain even in a restaurant. I took my wife out with, her, with our family, our extended family, some two years ago. My wife's birthday. We went to a French restaurant. We were just eating. We were just eating and eating. Was it last year or last year? It was last two years. Eating and eating, eating and eating. When we finished, the bill was 2,300 Ghana It was not easy. And I budgeted up to a point. I budgeted up to a certain level. We told them we will not pay the 2,500. They have to do something about it. Yeah. And they brought it to about 1,009. Restaurants like white people, you are dealing with white people, everything French. We just spoke to Le Monde, Foulevou, Le Jules, Le Bouchibéger. You don't go pay them. Reduce the thing. They reduce it. Yeah, so if you, if you know how to talk, you'll be fine. Hallelujah. Frugality is not a sign that you are not a good person or you are, you are a chisel, whatever. What is chisel? Who invented that word? What is chisel? No. There's nothing like that. Okay, as much as possible, you must bargain. Yeah, you must bargain. Recently, I was buying a belt for somebody by the roadside. The person said, it's 60 CDs. I said, what are you talking about? He said, it's 60 CDs, boss, it's 60. I said, I'll give you 15 CDs. He said, boss, no. I said, ah, I know the price. What are you talking about? How can this be 15 CDs? No, no, I have time. I packed. Because of the car, I packed. So I packed. I said, no, come and let's talk about it. Yeah. And then you can ask, can ask Elder Leslie. I mean, you see your senior bargainer. You should bargain with you. She knows where to get the thing at the lowest price. Yeah, and you must, you must be like that. Or else you build at twice the cost. Or thrice the cost. Okay? Hallelujah. Yeah, so the next thing is that children do not know the value of many things. They don't know the value of many things. Hallelujah. They don't know what? The value of many things. That's why a child can bash this TV. Have you seen that before? Yeah. When a child appears in the house, like you and your wife got married, everything, the, your whole house was nice. The chairs were here, the center table was here, the DSTV was here, the TV was up there. I mean, everything is neat, organized. Then a child appears in the home, like you give birth. Then the child initially is just lying down. He can't do. He can't do much. He just ask, he just looking at the TV like this. This TV, you will see what I'll do to you. Then he grows up. Then he starts. 
He starts scattering things, climbing things, bashing things. You know, my son takes, today he took my external and threw it like this. Threw it. He just threw it. Yeah, did you see it? He threw it like this and took the second one. I said, that's my external. Please. Yeah, he can just bash anything. Oh, I mean, he will use my phone. When it goes up, he just throw it like that and bash the screen. He doesn't care. They can bash TV. They can write on the walls. I mean, when my younger brother was, when I, my younger brother was smaller, okay, and you came to, if you came to my house during that time, all the walls, the whole house, is graffiti. He was just write drawing on. Yes, he was practicing his future. Yeah, he was going to be an artist. So he was just drawing on every single... I mean, there was no space. He would write, write up to the end, then he would write back, then he would write back again. <laughs> oh, he spoiled the whole house. He spoiled the whole house. It's the whole house. So children don't know the value of things. They don't know. They don't, it's not part of their understanding. They don't understand it. They can't think far about it. Okay? Yeah. They don't, they don't understand. If you're a child... You may be a, a big person in your body and be a child in your mind. That is, when, that is why when your father leaves you property, you just start selling them. Yeah, someone drank air conditionings away. He drank air conditions, his father's air conditions. He drank all of them. He would take you, uproot one from the walls, go and put it on the beer bath table, and then drink it until it gets finished. Then he go and bring the second one. He drank more than 10 air conditions. He drank everything. Sold his father's house, everything. What someone had suffered to gather. He was a foolish boy who had inherited a thing and was a child at heart and a child in, him, in his mind. He sold everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> he sold everything. Children can throw away jewelries. Expensive jewelries. We just throw it away. My son can take my ring and then he will leave it, drop it. Then to, the sound is very entertaining. Take it again. Take it again. Yeah, but it's a lot of money. But he doesn't know. Hallelujah. He doesn't know. He can just destroy everything. I see what I'm talking about. Yeah. There was a small boy. In the, in the house that I was in when I came to Kumasi first, you know, and there was a sofa over there. You know that this boy had, he would just go and lie on the sofa and be cutting the sofa with blade. He would cut, I mean, his own, his own was supernatural. It was beyond, <laughs> beyond the normal. He was, yes, almost like a little demon. He, was, he would just cut everything. I mean, he, he's, he took every, everything off. Can you imagine? He was just, and then after he had done that, he started cutting the furniture. He would just be cutting the furniture. He, he takes a knife from the kitchen or a bread knife, especially a bread knife, like he's a carpenter. It's like he's seen that as a saw. So he'll be doing that. And, and you will not know by the time you come, something is something by the, 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 the chair is gone, the furniture is gone, the table. I mean, they, everything. He just took everything out one by one. It's serious. Because he doesn't understand that that thing is money. Yeah. That thing is money. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, age things children will not recognize as valuable. If you're a child in life, you will not recognize some of these things that they are valuable. Hallelujah. Age things a child will not recognize as valuable. All right. The first one is a good name. The first one is what? A good name. A good name. 
if you were a child, you would not recognize that a good name is very important. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 1. A good name is, is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. A good name is what? It's rather to be chosen. Let's read other versions. Message. A sterling reputation is better than striking its rich. Hmm? Your reputation, your, your name. A good name is better than riches. If you're a child, you will not understand what you are talking about. When you have a name as a thief, you are in trouble. When you have a name as a womanizer, you are in trouble. When you have a name as a, as a wee smoker, you are in trouble. When you have a, a name as someone who is a gossip, you know people have that name, like in the area, this is their gossip headquarters. <laughs> yes, Ministry of Information. Whatever information you need, just contact that person, you receive it. Do you know that there are people like that? And normally they are in the hairdressing saloons. <laughs> if you relocate to a certain place, just enter a certain saloon, you hear all that is going on. And someone is passing by Saba Pawe. You have been tagged and you don't know it. And it will destroy a lot of things concerning your life and you don't know it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's clear that the person is a child. He doesn't appreciate a good name. He thinks that money is everything. Money is not everything. You know money is not everything. And sometimes when we say that, some people don't understand. It's English. Read it for me. If you have to choose a good name or lots of money, choose a good name. You should want people to think that you are great. That is better than silver or gold. Wow. Have you seen it? That means clear. If it comes to choosing silver or a good name, is just choose a good name. You have to let people know that you are, you are a great person rather than money. A good name will bring you all the money you want. How many of you know Donald Trump, the current American president? Donald Trump, as of 1991, was broke. He nearly filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, he was supposed to file for bankruptcy. But his name was what brought him up. His name brought him back up because he had a good name. He had a, a name, a business name. Yeah. You know, when we say Visa Trump card, have you ever heard this before? Visa Trump card. It's named after him. Yes, Trump. Visa Trump, yes. It could have been called Visa card like we call it now. But there was a special type of card that had his name on. Hallelujah. He had a name. So his name was what? His name had credit, credit ability. People could give, they knew that when you give him money, it will become something. So they allowed him to get money. His good name brought him money. Are you getting it? Uh-huh. And his good name is what has even made him president. Yeah, he has a name. Hallelujah. So work on your name. Work on your image. Don't allow anybody to tag you with any kind of thing. It's when someone is young and a person that doesn't know some of these things. You, you, you can be tagged as something. And you like it. They call you what? Ziggy-ligy. Shigelegi. And it's like you like it. You become president and they are calling you Shigelegi. You get angry, but you are, you are, that is you. Yeah. Drugs. You know, there was this guy who was, he became a chef. Hallelujah. He became a chef in America, but he didn't start out as a chef. He started out as a drug kingpin. By age 19, he was pushing so many drugs on the streets of New York. 
So many drugs, plenty. You know, and he was apprehended. He was taken to prison and he stayed in prison for 10 years. Now, when he came out of the prison, he had to start building his image once again. And it wasn't easy for him. Yeah. To even be employed was a problem because he has been tagged as a prisoner, a former inmate. Hallelujah. Yeah. So a good name is more important than money. Haven't you seen people who have money and they are tagged as ritualists? And because they are tagged as ritualists, nobody wants to get close to them. But they have money. People have money, but they are cheats. They've been tagged as cheats. That is their name. He's a cheat. Because he cheated a lot of people to become rich. And everybody knows. <laughs> Someone like Zacchaeus, for instance, in the Bible. He had a lot of money, but everybody knew who he was. Everybody knew who he was. It was so bad that he couldn't even come close. He had to stand on a, on a tree. Hallelujah. That's the first one. The second one is a good wife. You will not know the value of a good wife if you're a child. Proverbs <laughs> chapter 31, verse 10. Proverbs <laughs> 31, 10. You only be following big bottoms. <laughs> you following slay queens. Jellyfish and watermelons is all that you have in your mind. When you see breast, something is happening to you. When you see bottom, something is happening to you. You marry for very foolish reasons. The Bible says a good woman is hard to find and worth far more than diamonds. Yeah. A good woman is what? It's hard to find and she's worth more than diamonds. A good wife. Look at King James. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is above rubies? Her price is above rubies. A good wife. Hey! Who can find? If you're a child, you don't understand that marriage goes beyond, I love you. I love you. I don't know what I'll do without you. I can't sleep without you. You are sick. There's something wrong. If you can't sleep without somebody, then there's some sickness somewhere. Yeah. You see, marriage is more than you are suffering from insomnia. Marriage. Oh yes, you are sick. Actually, marriage is more than is more than way more than bottoms, breasts, ties, uh, what hips, face, hair. You are joking. You are, you are a big joke. There are people with nicer breasts coming. The beautiful ones are not yet one like some people say. Yeah. So instead of looking, looking beyond body and certain other things, you know, and looking, looking for things of virtue in a person, how the person is understanding, like the person can understand you. You can talk. You can you can live with the person. You can the person can easily forgive, which is a main attribute for marriage. If you are somebody who can't forgive easily, we have to. Then when the person gets angry, it takes six months before the person can become fine. You are in trouble. You are in trouble. You go and leave. You are in trouble. You are in trouble. You see, and a wife can make your life miserable. She can be a knife in your life. But you, if you're a child, you don't, you don't understand. You just make a, a certain foolish choice. You will not consider spirituality. I'm not talking about spirituality. I'm not talking about someone who does. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about someone who really understands God. 
and understands who God is and what he, uh, his, his role is in her life. Someone who is teachable. You get to someone who can sit down for you to say, when you say, let's go here, the person will not say, why do you think I should go here? The last time when I went here, this was what happened to me. You, you, you'll be in trouble. Ten reasons why we should go in this direction. <laughs> you see, if you're a man, if you're a man, you normally don't have, a, a, you don't know where you are even going. You don't, you don't know where you are going, but you just, you are just moving by faith. <laughs> yeah, and your wife is demanding explanations. Yeah. You are in trouble. A good wife. A good wife. A wife, someone who does not nag. Someone who is not into nagging. You understand? One thing, the person will talk about it. Ah. Two days is, in, is, is good. Old. Two days is bad. That's average wife. Two days is very good. Check. Eh? Average, five days. Average, five days. Person will go on and on. The person will wake you up at 4 a.m. So this thing, this thing that you said, I don't understand this particular thing. Why is it that you said it at 4 a.m.? Your day starts with headache. You don't want to come back home. This thing you said three months ago. I, I don't understand it. Explain it for me now. You have to try and remember what you said. So someone who does not have a certain type of wisdom will allow a lady who has all the proper attributes go. You get it? Because of bottom size, because of hip size, because of breast size, because of something, age, something. Yeah. And you've lost. You are going, say you are going. As you go, you realize that you go and get a cantankerous woman. Cantankerous woman. Yeah. And she will just she will get you into daddy's salt. She'll be killing you small, small, killing you softly. Hallelujah. Yeah. You have to be smart, though. You have to be smart. Don't marry body. Ask for body. Every lady has a potential of becoming fat. Body will fall, in it. The bottoms will fall. You realize that as the just is just it's not a small thing. It's not a small thing, though. So you have to be wiser. If you're a child, I mean, it's seen. It's seen in some people. I mean, you did clearly the person is a child. You, whatever we say, we say, no, Pastor, this is it. I love this one. I like it. Pastor, when I see the Kara, I don't know what to do with myself. Don't worry. Her cara will change. And you will see. Hallelujah. The reproach of Christ, number three. Under that particular one. We, are just, we just made point number five, right? And we, I'm, I'm giving you some things that a child will not value. You wouldn't value uh, a good name. You wouldn't value a good wife. You wouldn't value the reproach of Christ. When we say that Christ is the most important thing in the world. You would say that my business is the most important thing in my world. Okay, continue. <laughs> my husband is the most important thing in my world. My car. <laughs> Children don't understand. You see, a child can write. Did you hear that story of the child who was writing on the father's car with metal, with a metal like? was standing by the car and was writing. 
even my even my white car, they have written on top of it. A child has just he has just put his design on top of the white car. <laughs> and if the the other the spotage, you know, the person just people just wrote, wrote on it name. Oh, they just there was this man who saw his son writing on his car. He got so infuriated, he beat the boy and ended up putting the boy's hand into fire. Yeah. When they went to the hospital, when everything calmed down, he came to check. The boy was writing, I love you, daddy, on his car. Oh, it was a very sad story. But the child does not understand the value of the car. Like, the man had the value in his mind. And do you know how much I bought this thing? Do you know how many years I saved to buy this thing? <laughs> I realize you have done something even wilder. If you follow children, you bend them before you realize that you have done something. Yeah. A child can do something wild. Yeah, he writes inside your visa. He tears like this to pieces. I don't know if you saw the, the 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 video of the small girl who was cutting money. He was cutting the head of the person on it. The head. He was just cutting the like if the head the, the head is like the head of uh, whatever Benjamin Benjamin Franklin. He was just cutting it. I think it was pounds, right? It was pounds. He was just cutting the image there. Plenty, plenty. He was just cutting it. Doesn't understand value. Yeah. If you're a child spiritually or a child solically or a child in business and all that. You will not appreciate the reproach of Christ. Yeah, you like Moses. You, you, you see, Moses. The Bible says that. Let me show you Hebrews chapter eleven, from verse twenty-four to twenty-five, to twenty-six rather. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. It was a good thing to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter because it meant a lot, meaning that you are next in line to the throne. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a moment, for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Yeah. If you're a child, you don't understand some of these things. You see, you see that life is what, how you make it. Life is you. And people go and they make this succeed. Along that line, until they are dying. When they are dying, then the reality flashes on their on their face. Like, hey, I've been a fool, but you have been a fool at the last moment. Last moment. And you can't when you say, I I receive them, you just die. Just like that. You can't receive. You can't receive the Lord. You can't receive Jesus Christ. Yeah. Before long, you are in you are in hell. You will not understand. You think that life is just what you see it. You keep sleeping with women, jamming. You are, you are clearly you're a kid. Jamming, doing whatever you want to do. Life is what you make it. <laughs> Life is, you see, when I, I got chicks, I got whatever, I got, I got, I got the money, I got the, I got the Bugatti, I got the what? All that. <laughs> I got Tommy Hilfiger and all that. I got Goosey Watch and all that. You are mad. There's something wrong with you. But a lot of people go along that line. They don't, they don't, they don't understand. They just go. And go. And go. And go. And argue about it. They argue about it. Why they don't need God in their lives. Yes. Clearly the person is a child. He's only thinking in one dimension. He's a one dimension thinker. There are several dimensions. He's just thinking one dimension. Yeah. Until something wild happens. And that is even the mercy of God. 
that's the mercy of God. Something wild happens. It just keeps going and going and going. Did you ever read about the prodigal son? He took his father's wealth. Bob says that he wasted it on riotous living. Riotous living. Yeah. When the money was done, nobody, nobody would even say anything to him. Yeah. So a lot of people, they just keep going, keep going. They don't, they are kids. They are children. When you ask them, ah, so uh, the iPhone you have in your hand, does it have a creator? Of course it does. Of course it does. Steve Jobs was the one who manufactured it. How about the shoe? Did they just appear on your, on your feet? What are you talking? Are you mad? Are you mad? It was made by something. Nike or something. Hallelujah. They ask, how about the skies? Oh, the skies? It came by an accident. <laughs> there was a big bang that happened millions of billions of years, billions and billions of years ago. Yeah, no matter your English accent, you are a fool. There's something wrong with you. Oh, no, there's something wrong because it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. How can something as complicated as the skies and the earth you are working on come by accident? What are you talking about? And you know, you have, you have access to science. You know about gravity. How gravity, what's, wh- where is gravity? Who made it? How come it is working? Your intestines are working. You came from an ape. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't understand. And there are still apes around. They are not changing. How come our grandfather was not an ape? Like, yeah. our grandfather, great-grandfather was an ape, and then you, you change and you became a human being. How come our uncles are not becoming something else? Yeah. Mercy, Lord. He's a child. No value. Identifying with Christ comes with some reproaches. Like, you would, not be, you would be thought of as not uh, being smart or something. But that is, the, that is the good thing. You end up at the right place. There's heaven, there's hell. It's only a child who thinks that, oh, we go into annihilation when we, when we die. We go back into the earth and we come back as an insect. You know, that's why you shouldn't be killing insects. The mosquito you just killed could be your grandfather. Something wrong with your mind. Clearly, you're a child. Clearly, you're a child. Yeah, you're a child. You're a child. When your child does something, you lash the child. You don't think that when you do something, there's someone who is an author of your life. There's an author of life. There's an author of the heavens. There's a design, a grandmaster designer behind everything. Yeah. Since if you don't serve him whilst you are here on earth, you will come and meet him. Hallelujah. The rest you understand. <laughs> Let's continue. Yeah, you are clearly a child. Then the, the other one is that they don't value the church. Children don't value the church. Psalm 84 verse 10. You don't value the church. For a day in thy cross is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Yeah. I would want to be in the house of God. They don't know that the world is rather peripheral to the church. Yeah, the, per- the church is not peripheral to the world. Ephesians 1, Ephesians 1, 22. Ephesians 1, 22. Message. He is in charge of, all, of it all. Has a final word on everything. And the center, at the center of all this trash rules the church. Next verse, 23. The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. 
The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts, by which he fills everything with his presence. If you're a child, you not acknowledge that you think that the church is a, it's a religious organization that is into you know, controlling people by telling them what they can do and what they can't do. Yeah, making them high, opium. You, have, you come when you have time. You don't, you don't really consider the church. The church is it's nothing. Have you ever had people telling you that, why are you going to church? It's a waste of time. The distance. Why are you going? Can't you find anyone around? Why are you going to church? We are in the 21st century. You should be focusing on your work. You don't value the church. The church is the last thing on their agenda. That's why tithes can be a problem in the, in the, in the, in the, in the world. Tithes. Why are you giving money to the church? Why are you giving money to the pastors? They are taking advantage of you. They despise the church. Clearly, you don't have value for what God places value on. He says the church, you see, eh, the church, you see, it's not preferred to the world. The world is preferred to the church. The church is Christ's body in which, it's, this is God's body in which he speaks and acts, by which he fills everything with his presence. You don't know how important it is, what the value is. David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper at the church than to spend my life out there. Because it is, it's, it's, it's useless. If you think David was a success, this is what David said. David is one of the greatest kings who ever lived. Greatest kings who ever lived. And these were his words. You are too smart. You have one million dollars, so you are very... You are on top of the... the, 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 the your day is coming, hallelujah. It's okay, let me not go into to, to it. Let's go to the next point. About a child. About a child. Not, so let's stop the eight things. Let me stop. How many did, you, did I mention? Yeah, so the other four, you can think about it. Hallelujah. So number six, for what it means uh, uh, to be a child, okay? The characteristics, bad characteristics of a child. Lack of foresight. Lack of foresight. Lack of foresight, comma. Analysis and logical reasoning. Lack of foresight, lack of analysis, and lack of logical reasoning. Hmm. Have you ever seen a child, a two-year-old, discussing how the future is going to be like with you? You know, I want to do this in the next five years. In the next five years, I want to make sure I'm in primary school. <laughs> and then make sure after another five years, I'm in, I'm in GSS. I have to blow my BC and make sure. I mean, some people, even us at BC, they don't know what is happening. They are going to write BC, but they are not aware of what's going on. They don't know that they are writing a major exam. They are just there. Even final year university, they don't, they don't know. They are children. No foresight. No foresight. <laughs> are you surprised? <laughs> they don't think about the future. They don't think about the future. But if you are mature, you'll be thinking about the future. You will. You will. That's why some people treat their wives in a very bad way. You may not have foresight. You may have a wife, and you'll be treating your wife very badly. Now, you're a child. Yeah. You've not thought about a lot of things. Yeah. You're a child. You are cheating on your wife. You are cheating, but you're not even treated nicely. Yeah. You are spitting on her face. You are slapping her, beating her, doing all kinds of things to her, giving her emotional trauma and all that. Forgetting that one day, you see, women last longer than men. <laughs> have you ever have you realized that as we are growing, the man just becomes weaker? 
weaker, and then the wife is the one. You said the, the man has stroke and he's walking like this. <laughs> In the system. And someone has to take care of him. Guess who takes care of him? The wife. If you are maltreating him and she became some way during your maltreatment, your whatever, your period, when you were, your, your waist was so strong, you were into all kinds of jiggy, jiggy dancing. You're doing all kinds of things. Very soon, let's add 20 years. Very soon, one day you'll be doing your action and then your waist will go this way and it will not come back. And you have to be working like this. And she'll be the one to nurse you and to be giving you food. That is when you will see that something is in the world. No thing. You'll be surprised. I met, there was a day I met a man at Confanoche. I was driving, I just, I was driving, I was going for, I was taking my wife for night duty. You know, I, I was going to drop my wife. So she, the person stopped us at the entrance of the other side. He was going to A&E, you know, and he was walking like this. So, I felt compassion on him. And I asked him to come and sit down. So he sat down. When he sat down, he said, Oh, God bless you. God bless you. Then he started telling me his story. How he lived. I was a very terrible person when I was younger. You have to live your life well. He was advising me. To live your life well. Yeah, when, when they get to said they become advisors. I have two stories to tell you, actually. This is the first one. Advice. He said when he was younger, he was into adultery, doing all kinds of things, mistreating his wife, doing all. Now, he has. How do you say that? How do you say that in English? I don't know how. Hernia. Big hernia. In the middle of the, the whatever. Diabetes, hypertension, everything was inside some. So he can't, he can't move. And everybody has neglected. Haven't you saw before? You are neglected. There are men who are neglected. It's like they don't have children. They don't have anything. They didn't take care of their children to go to school. Lack of for a baby. He was a big baby who was working and had money. So he was just moving around in, in town. Sleeping with anything he can find. Now, it is time for him to pay his dues. He's paying. God is not interested in letting you pay your dues. But yeah, if you get to a certain level and you are not smart, you will pay. You will pay. One day, I met a certain man. I went to visit a, fr- a lady friend of mine in my area. I went to visit her. I think I'd just come to university. I'd just come to university. Over vacation, I went to, to go and see this lady friend of mine. I was there for some time. When I was walking out, someone was sitting on their porch. So I was just about to exit their gate, and he called me. Oh, please come. When I came, he said, sit down. Elderly man, he wouldn't be less than 50, maybe 55, 56. Then he said, I see you are going to be rich in the future. Come and let me give you advice. So I sat down. Then he said, I have been very rich before. And I had heard of him before he, I saw him. He said, I have been very rich before. And when you look at his skin, he's a dark guy. But when you look, you see that dark, that shiny dark. Hey, very, very handsome, very nice. So I've been rich before. The man had controlled billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. Not, not. He was living in UK. He flies to Las Vegas every weekend to chill. He goes on Friday. He goes on Friday nights, chills, and comes back on on Monday morning to work. That was his life. Can you imagine? He never. He didn't mind anybody. He didn't mind his family. He didn't mind his wife. He didn't mind anybody. He was just chilling. 
He was living on that. You see, he didn't even build. He didn't do anything here in Ghana. He didn't do, he didn't do nothing. What's he coming to do in Ghana? You know, how can he be on this life and you are coming? What are you to do in Ghana? He never thought of building anything. Nothing. Yeah, he would fly. He had helicopter on helipad on top of the building. Yeah, so the helicopter will come and land you. And that's how he goes to work. Money. Money, yeah. Money. He was into gambling and all kinds of things. Yeah. And one day he lost everything. You know, gambling, you can't afford to lose. So you have to keep going. You have to go and go and go and go. He was just going like that. He lost everything. He, tra- he, he gambled everything away. And ultimately, he couldn't stay there. He had to come down. And I saw him. Lack of foresight. He, does, he didn't think about the future. He didn't think about 10 years from now, how things are going to be. He didn't think about... And lack of foresight prevents you from doing anything today. But I see as thou a man who is diligent in his business. He will stand before kings, isn't it? See, it's a prudent man hideth himself from upcoming evil. He seeth evil coming from afar, and he hideth himself. If you are not prudent, if you are not wise, you will not even see when evil is coming. You, you lack foresight. You just walk into it. You just walk into it. Yeah. Some people don't think about how things will be in the next 10 years. When I was 17, I was thinking about how things would be when I'm 35. For me, life began at 17. I was fasting and praying before 17. My 17th birthday was when I fasted for seven days. Three, three days dry. No food. Just water. Dry. For three days. Three days, three nights. You get it? No food for three days, three nights. Prophet and myself. Because we had destiny in mind. We knew that there was destiny at stake. We weren't going to joke with it. Yeah. 17. We were just 17. We were just 10, 17. Fasted like that. And then the rest of the four days was for six in the morning to six in the evening. And even that one, the breaking was with banana and granite. Finish. You eat banana and granite at 6 p.m. And six, by 6 30, you are on again till the next day. That's how I was. For seven days. Because destiny is at stake. We saw, we didn't even know what was going to happen to us. But we just knew that. Joshua at age 17 was seven Moses. David at age 17 was anointed. Joseph at age 17 had, been, had seen the visions and had been sold into slavery. 17 is a critical time for my life. We need to do something. We just knew it. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were carried into Babylon at 17. You thought they were 75? They were 17. People like John, John, the divine, was met by Jesus at 17. Yeah, when Jesus was living, he was just about 20, 21. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Lack of foresight. You will never sit down to plan, like, try and envision how things would be, and hence shape your life in a certain way now, so that your life can be in a certain way. You, you see, things don't just happen. Miracles don't just happen. You must prepare yourself for a miracle to happen. Things don't just happen. Don't think that one day you are going to hit. You don't hammer. Leave that from your mind. We don't just hammer. Okay? How many, how many people have you had hammering? Like he was there and then he hammered. It doesn't normally. It doesn't happen normally. So many big money in a bag, in a bag sitting somewhere. It doesn't happen on a normal day. I don't know why you, you, you wait for something like that to happen. When it's one out of 10,000 people who get that. How can you be the one? What can, why are you... Who your lottery with your life? Hallelujah. Yeah, so a child, no foresight. He doesn't understand reasoning, analytical thinking. Hmm? Children believe in Santa Claus, in Cinderella, 
in Truth Fairy, in uh, cartoons, in what? Peter Piper, Aladdin, and those things like you fly on there, whatever. Those things, they don't exist. <laughs> or you don't know, by the, they don't exist. So transfer it into normal life. Someone, people who are children run things on superstitious beliefs, not on facts. Yeah. Not on facts. One of the things, one of the facts you can build your life on is the word of God. Yeah. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. It's been proven by so many people. Yeah. You run your life on superstition. You say that it's your house which is that are worrying you. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. Have you ever seen a white man saying that it's house witches that are, are worrying him. Do they say those things? No. They don't. Even black people who grew up there don't think like that. Yeah. It's because the environment you have grown up in. That's why you're thinking like that. Yeah. You plan with witches in mind. <laughs> Do you understand? You plan with your house witches in mind. Because you see something. So it's like it's, it's, power, it's there. Those things are there. But if you don't recognize them, they will not affect you. They will not affect you. When something happens to you, your leg is spinning you. Hey, for No, listen, pray. Or better to get some drugs and do something with yourself. Exercise. Attribute it to something else rather than superstition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, lack of what? Analysis and logical reasoning. Hmm? Logical reasoning. You have to think. A lot of Christians have left their thinking cap in the house. No, don't do things if you don't understand it. Why should you give when you don't understand giving? A lot of Christians have parted with their money. They don't understand what they are doing. It works. But because they've not sat down to understand how the thing works, it doesn't work for them. And they are blaming people. You didn't sit down to understand it well. Went to a certain church in, in Lagos some time ago. The offering, eh, it was in jute bags. Jute bags. At least, I saw at least 50 jute bags being carried away. It's a small thing. Someone's tightest jute bag. He, he understands what tightening that way. He's thought about it. He's analyzed it. He's read. You see, the, 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 the Bible is called the sure word of prophecy. The sure word of prophecy. Not on superstition. This person drank the cocoa and became fine. So, what is the mystery behind the cocoa? Of course, in Christianity, there are some things you may not understand clearly. But you must understand how some things work. There are things that are principles. You must understand how they work. Okay? A child doesn't just superstition. Oh, they are doing this, so I'm also doing some. Sure. You have to be smart. Tell anybody how to be smart. You have to be very, very smart. Divine healing doesn't just work like that. You must follow a certain logical, let's say, a logical reasoning aspect of it. You do it, it works. You don't do it, it won't work. You'll be doing trial and error. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. A businessman will be running on, on superstition. Instead of running with data. <laughs> data. You don't know what happened in a month. Or in two months. And how to increase your sales. You are just there. Only praying. There's a time for prayer. There's a time to use your data. It is prayer that will give you ideas. Concerning how to use the data. Don't mix the two. Hard work is important. The last time, one pastor, one of our pastors was defining hard work and diligence. 
Hard work doesn't always pay. Diligence is what always pays. Okay? <laughs> What's the difference between diligence and hard work? Diligence is consistency. Consistent hard work. Directed hard work. Proper hard work. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Proper hard work. That will have an impact, a larger impact. Someone is doing wall out to wall out, or digging the floor and collecting there with whatever. He's digging. Is that not hard work? They work harder than most of us, physically speaking. Uh-huh. But, you see, if he is smart, he will learn to use an excavator, to work with an excavator, which will save him his strength. <laughs> no logical, you are not reasoning well. How are you going to dig from here to the, the bottom there, doing well out well on your own? You have a problem. You will have a problem. When you could have rented an excavator and then used it, because you use the excavator, you will pay less. Yet you, you will do the work within just one day. See how you refuse to be a child? I will see the future. Charlie, look into the future. Don't, don't just be sitting down. How is the next five years of your life going to be like? You should be seeing it. You should be thinking about it. When you think about the future, it determines how you live your life today. So the children who are into drug abuse and all that. Have you seen a 40-year-old becoming a drug addict all of a sudden? He, like he was not exposed to that in his teens. He became 40 and peer pressure. Have you seen a, a 40-year-old under peer pressure? I mean, it doesn't happen. Why? It's just age. They have, they have grown. Yes. Sometimes you see, you see some of our aunties. It's like they are aunties. They are real aunties. They have children. They are, they are serious-minded. They are moving up. But you don't know how they were when they were younger. If they bring you their younger self, you'll be surprised that, is that my auntie? What has caused her to change? It's age. Experience. The weather has, the sun has shined on her head that it has made her head start thinking. She's thinking proper. Yeah, as you can never be under peer pressure. Those things, they are for kids. Yeah. Have a 40 year old who has never smoked weed, then her, her f- colleague friend will bring her weed and say, This is, what, this is where my power is. Ah, what is it? It's weed. It's so powerful. Eh, it's, that's what makes you do all these things. Okay, okay, let me also. Pop! Eh, there's nothing, you see, they, they cannot be, you can't deceive them. You can't. You can't. You can't deceive them because it's grown. When there's no foresight, you will not be able to arrange yourself today. You will not be able to arrange yourself today. You can't think the way you're supposed to think. Number seven. A child fights over position. <laughs> fights over position. And needs incentives like sweets to function. A child fights over position and needs in- incentives like sweets, toffees, to function. A child fights over position and needs incentives like sweets to function. <laughs> so a child can fight over which part of the car to sit. Where in the car to sit. Like there's a, there's a fight over who will sit by the door. Have you seen something before? They'll be fighting over who should sit by the door. Or they'll be fighting over who should, who should bath first. <laughs> Who should bath first? They can be fighting about who should sit on the horse. 
You come and they are fighting. What are they fighting over? I wanted to sit on it. I came to sit on the horse first, and then he came to sit on it, and I came to sit on it. But you, an older person, oh, it's, it's nonsense. Oh, that is nonsense. Who should sit by the door? It's nonsense to you. It doesn't, it doesn't change anything. Who should bath first? Ah, is this what you're fighting over? <laughs> who should sit on the horse? Is this what you're fighting over? Yeah. As someone who is a child in his mind and his actions will be fighting over things, position. They don't understand something called teamwork. They don't know that there's nothing accomplished really without teamwork. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just imagine a woman who is pregnant. Okay? She's five months pregnant and the baby inside wants to come out. Oh, but it happens. Miscarriages are like that. The baby wants to come out. He wants to come out. Like, I'm coming out now. I want to be like you. I want to be walking around. You are, you are the only person who is seeing the sun. You are the only person who is enjoying the skies with the stars. I can't see any sky in here. What do you think will happen to the baby who decides to come out like that? When you come out, <gasps> you can't breathe. Because your lungs are not yet matured enough to receive oxygen. So you have people fighting. Hey, I, I want to be here. I want to be here. I want to be here. They get the thing and they can't function. They start dying. Like politics. <laughs> I want to be president. I want to be minister. I want to be this. I want... Then they become. Then we don't know what they are doing. <laughs> they are crying. They'll be crying. They'll be moving all over. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Then we'll give it to them. Vote for, Vote for me. Make a your president. I'll go make you vice president. <laughs> Then they become president, and we don't know what is happening. They become minister, we don't know what is happening. They become whatever, the CEO, we don't know. They have to be given incentives like bribe, bribe. I mean, someone is fighting. Do you, do you know how people apply for job? They apply for work. They apply, they apply. Hey, give me the job. I can do it. I can become whatever. Then they give it to them, and they don't see, they, can, they don't understand what is going on. They don't know anything about it, nothing. And the annoying thing is that you have to give them incentives to be able to do the work they've been employed to do. Children, they are children. Diapers people all over the place. Crying for places. We give it to them, they can't do anything. You give it to them, they show you that they, they like celebration. They only think about the pay that will come at the end of the month. They don't think about what to do. What the position means. It's not, life is not about positions. It's not about the name you are qualified with. That's why in Africa you have all kind of professor, professor, doctor, doctor, doctor. One man was being, he went for a function and they were mentioning his name, Dr. Sapon. And he was sitting there, everybody knows that that's Dr. Sapon they are calling. Dr. Sapon. Dr. Sapon. <laughs> Didn't mind the person. The person checked the thing well. Doctor, 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 Sapo. Uh -huh. Do you know how, how it's offered to get the, 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 the three doctors? You don't mention one and leave the other. Come on, give it to me. That's, that's, that's how we are. Yeah, but some, of, some people don't care about position. It's not about position. It's work. It's not about position. It's not about your name, what you are. It's about your function. It's not about position. It's about function, what you are doing in the thing. How important you are in the system. You understand? Yeah, that is what you should be looking. That's what it means to get a good name. Not position. Fight over position. Hey, I want to be the one to lead. You give it to you, start suffocating. <gasps> you can't even process food. Nothing. 
Nothing. You don't understand teamwork. Let's do it in a team. This person is a, you must, you see, a, a mature person admits that somebody knows more than he does. <laughs> it's, a sign, it's a great sign of humility. When you know that I don't know. This person knows more than I do. Let me submit to this person so that we can go together. I can learn some things and I can do some things. Children want to be, they want to be on their own. Yeah. You know, when you leave them on their own, too, it doesn't work. Can you leave a child on their own? You'll be going to, you'll be going to drink the water in the water closet. You'll just go and go and drink. you will scrap. He doesn't know what is going on. Have you seen some people? Yeah. yeah. Children don't get on. can't poop anywhere. Children can't poop anywhere. We come here and a child with diapers will just poop. He has done it and he's smiling. <laughs> Let's see and what's going on. Nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, he doesn't understand what's going on. You can't leave them on their own. Listen, honestly and genuinely, some people need to be supervised. And you must know that I work best under supervision. You get it? I work best under supervision. If I'm not being supervised, I will not do anything. I have a friend like that. He's very good. Very, very good. I advised him that you need to work under supervision. He was trying to be an entrepreneur. And his entrepreneurship thing was not working. Because, you see, he has the ideas, but he doesn't know how to carry it through. Ideas. When you say ideas, he has ideas. He can just put the ideas down. He can write business plan without moving an inch from his room. He has written out the business plan, and the business will work. When anybody reads it, you realize that this is a business plan that is going to work. But he will never move an inch. He can't move. Do you understand what I'm saying? He can't move. He can't get out of his room. Even supervising people, it doesn't work. Like calling people and saying, what happened to this? What happened to this? No, it's not supposed to be like this. That's supervision. Yeah. What happened to this one? Okay. What happened to this one? Okay. No, this one is supposed to be like this one. Go and go and get it done and bring it back to me. Supervision. He can't do that. So I told him, you best, you work under, you are proper. You produce more results working under somebody. The best advice I gave him is working under a certain big corporation. And he was, he was employed very easily because when they look at the things he has written, they realize that this guy, this is the guy we need. Okay? And because he's under supervision, he has to go because he knows that if he doesn't move, yeah. someone will give him a gun. What will last him? So he has to move. After writing the thing, he's compelled to move because someone is saying, hey, why, why are you not moving? So he's working. It's working for him. But if we're a child in his thinking, when I told him that you are, he will say, oh, why? I'm, I can function on my own. You'll be in trouble. You'll be in trouble. A child will fight over position. Fight. 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 Fight for all kinds of things. When we hand it over to him, then he starts suffocating. Everything starts going down and down and down and down and down. Then it's like you have to give him things for him to do the work he's supposed to, he's been employed to do. It happens in churches. There are pastors who are crying, hey, I want to come out and start my own church. Have you seen some people? Come out, I'm coming out. They start preaching, I'm coming out, I'm coming out. They want to come out and start their own church. They've forgotten a lot of things. They've forgotten that someone made them what they have become. Someone laid hands on them. Someone counseled them. Someone did things for them to become what they have become. And that someone, there's a certain covering that is there that is why it's making you function the way you're functioning. They'll struggle. Hey! Because they are thinking about position. 
They want to be the ones holding the microphone every Sunday morning with people sitting under them. Nobody, they are not taking instructions from anybody. The offering is coming to because they feel that the offering is going to the head pastor and he's chopping all the offering. So, me too, let me also become something. You lack understanding. There are the people who say, Cho boy, aboya, cho 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 boy, aboya, cho cho boy, aboya, we go feed one, we go feed one, we go feed one. All we are saying, give us a chance, then we'll give you a chance, and you don't know what to do. <laughs> you don't know what to do. Yeah. Bring hard breaks, destroy things, because a child can't build anything. A child can't build anything. Even Lego, Christ is difficult. Lego, it's difficult. He can't build anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you going to stop being a child? Yes. I taught these things to help you in your mind, to help you mature in your mind, know what you are doing with your life, know what you are doing with yourself, so that you make the right decisions and go the right way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I see you flying Hallelujah. and doing so well. In every aspect of your life, in every facet of your life, in your, in your spiritual work with God, you are doing excellent. You are not a child. She said, I could not speak unto you as unto, as unto, unto, as unto spiritual, but as unto children, as unto carnal, even as unto babes. But from today onwards, you are not a baby anymore. You are not a baby in your thinking. You are, not your, you are not a baby in your estimations of things. You are matured and you are going where God wants you to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. A child is full of foolishness. No wisdom. Foolishness. But I see you full of wisdom. <laughs> full of wisdom. People will marvel at your wisdom. They look at you and say, ah, How come you are able to do this? How come you are able to do that? Yeah. How come? You tell them, I look small in body, but I'm big in my mind. I'm big in my spirit. I'm big in my estimations. Yeah. Tell them I'm big. I'm very big. See, I'm not a child anymore. See, I'm able to concentrate. I'm organized. I'm organized. I put things in order. Yeah. I don't fight over foolish things. Yeah. Like position. I want to be the elder. We give you the order to trade. You are struggling. You are sinking. I don't have to say that, that in English. I, I can't remember. I don't know if I've done justice to the subject. I've done justice to it. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm not a child anymore. A child lacks foresight too. For he lacks foresight. It is too dangerous. It is too dangerous. It's too dangerous. You forget that a child doesn't know that there are some things that he's doing with his children now. Okay? That's going to put them in trouble. Your child does something, you don't lash your child. You leave your child to do whatever he wants to do. Children, when they are young, are bendable, they are moldable. When they cross, 15, 13, 14, 15, you, they are brittle. When you try to bend them, they'll break. Yeah. But if your parents are children in their minds, they'll leave you to do whatever. Oh, that's how he is. Let's leave him. Leave him. You see, your child can kill all of you. Oh, yes. Did you, did you, last year, there was a boy, a Ghanaian boy living in Italy. Footballer. 
one day he just took a gun and shot his mom, shot his dad, shot his sister, and shot his brother. Killed all of them. Yeah. Sometimes you give birth and you have given birth to your killer and you don't know. Oh, you don't know. You've, oh, you've not heard. You've not seen something before. You give birth and you have given birth to your killer. He's the one who's going to grow up to kill you. But you don't understand. No foresight. So you don't prepare today. You don't put him in the right, with the right kind of education. So there are some parents who don't care about their children's friends. You don't know who your children's friends are. They're just moving. Going and coming. That's why you don't know who they are. You don't know your children. There's a time when you're supposed to stop beating your children and become friends with your children. So that you can, you can know they are friends. Yeah. At a point you must... There's foolishness in his heart. And he must be driven off with kings. They get to a certain level. No matter what you do, they will still become what they have become. But if you have sowed some seeds into their life when they were growing up, even if they go off, the Bible says, train up a child the way he should, he should, he should go. And when he's old, he shall not depart. He can't depart from it. He may, de- he may have some problems during his teenage years. But before long, in his 20s, you'll come back to what you taught him initially. And he'll just be going like that. Yeah. Children lack foresight. No logical. Maybe they attribute things to superstitious, whatever. This thing is happening because my mother is doing me. There's something wrong with you. Your mother is sitting at home thinking about himself. If, if she wanted to chew, she would have chewed you in her room. Yeah. Not now that you are a man, he's chewing, he's chewing what? Someone can tell you that your mother is a witch and you also believe it. You are crazy. You are the witch. You are a crazy person. Yeah, you have been bewitched. Yeah, you are, there's something wrong with you. You have to be smart. Whatever comes, think about it properly. You see, children don't think. They don't think. You can, can't, you can tell a child, follow me here. And you'll just be following. Have you ever seen some people, some children's head being chopped off for rituals before? How, how did they kill them? Toffees. Toffees. Oh, come for toffee. And it's finished. Yeah. You can be led to places you are not supposed to be led to. Yeah. If you don't think properly, if you don't think well, if you don't consider some things. Think, think deep. Be a deep thinker. Eh? You will not die by thinking deep. A lot of Christians, oh, it's serious. Their minds are on holiday. Their minds are in Hawaii and they are here in Ghana. Their minds are chilling somewhere. They are here. Their minds are chilling on the beach and they are here in Ghana. No thinking. I find it strange. You know, the Word of God talks more, much more about thinking than any other book. Yeah, thinking. Be renewed in your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You like my message? Yeah. Rise up on your feet and let's bring the service to an end. Thank God that you are not a child any longer because of the things that you have heard. I'm not a child anymore. I'm not a child anymore. I'm not a child anymore. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.